meditate, manifest, invest in you. Join me on my spiritual journey as I elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening. This is Black Hippie Lounge, and I am your host, Chanel. people are just not in the mood for uh, April Fool's jokes just because of what's going on um, but I mean this is life you know you still gotta find the humor and something I guess <laughs> um, but every, I hope everyone is doing well taking care of themselves um, practicing social distancing staying home if you can uh, just really taking care of yourself but still practice uh, you know, you can still work out from home and just try to practice um, healthy methods for your mental, physical, spiritual health. And um, just keep going. Things will get better. Um, so this episode tonight is titled Evil Cases. Um, this is part one. It's kind of similar to what I did for the other episode about um, black men's health. So tonight it's going to be a focus on black women's health. Um, so this episode, I'm really going to just more so give a lot of facts um, that I researched on black women's health um, and just some ways to take care of yourselves um, for black women. And then next week, I'm hoping to, again, do similar to what I did before, have an interview um, potentially with two nurses that I know, some really good friends of mine who are black nurses. Um, it's just right now, you know, with the coronavirus, every, these health professionals, we definitely want to say a shout out, so thank you to them for being out there on the front lines and taking care of um, all these patients that are, you know, flooding the hospitals and we just still want to remind them to take care of themselves too. Um, and that we appreciate their hard work. So, um, some information that I found uh, concerning Black women in healthcare are that Black women face risks to their health from discrimination from health professionals who don't take their concerns seriously, and from biological wear and tear caused by chronic stress. So. Basically, a lot of black women today, you know, are stressed or face um, various situations that cause stress that in turn affect their health care. But also, um, there is a risk of black women just not being taken care of in the health care setting by professionals because they're just not concerned about them or taking their complaints or issues seriously for various reasons, um, which is definitely becoming a hazard to the lives of black women today, Um, specifically black middle-class women. Um, Those seem to be the women who are assumed to be fine, quote unquote, um, because they aren't poor, uh, so they tend to be overlooked. Um, We'll explain that a little bit later, but 
Well, actually, I can explain it now. So basically, it's saying that, you know, black women who are in the middle class um, of society are tend to be overlooked in healthcare when it comes when they're when they're patients um which is a problem i mean no matter what your status is you shouldn't be overlooked um but they're assumed to just be fine um i know for myself as a patient i've experienced that as well um depending on what my doctor looks like (laughs) um just to be real um i mentioned it before about you know having the desire to want to have a black doctor specifically a black female doctor just because i feel like someone like that can be able to relate to a majority at least of the complications that i might be having or to be able to give me like some concrete um advice about how to take care of myself not saying that women of other races are not capable or they don't know the information that is necessary for me as a patient to be able to be healthy or take care of myself or if I have an issue that they can't uh, necessarily diagnose or address it. But I've also, I know that from experience, I've had situations where I have felt like a doctor has brushed off a complaint that I've had, um, whether it be a serious issue or something minor and that definitely causes a risk um for anyone's health because that's the number one thing like you learn that in nursing school med school that you know you should pay attention to any type of complaint even if you yourself personally feel like it's not something serious it's not your body You, you don't get to tell someone how they feel you don't get to tell someone that their pain is not that high. Like, it doesn't matter. If they're saying they're in pain, then you tend to that pain. So that seems to be a very big issue in healthcare when it comes to taking care of black patients in general. Um, But obviously this week we're talking about black women. So, um, and definitely something that is very, um, a very big uh, issue for black patients, uh, particularly women, are um, those who are giving birth such a vulnerable state for the black woman's body uh, well any woman but again we're talking about black women it's such a vulnerable time that any little complaint needs to be tackled and paid attention to because it's literally a life or death situation there have been many instances that you can read upon yourself that where black women who are come in who are completely healthy Um, They were healthy before childbirth, they were healthy before pregnancy, they were healthy throughout it, and then all of a sudden they're dying. And obviously, yeah, there are situations where that can happen, but it's 2020 with so much high-tech resources, that shouldn't be really happening at the high numbers that they are. But there have been many instances where these black women are giving birth and they're complaining of various things, and doctors and nurses are just blatantly ignoring and um it's our responsibility as black women black men to look out for each other and and especially in these type of instances like speak up and not just speak up if that person is ignoring then go to the next one go to somebody and make them do something because this is literally life or death it's not a game so you know um and it's unfortunate you have to get to that point where you have to become quote-unquote angry or you know force someone to do their job but in that instance like 
just do what you have to do because obviously you want to make sure that the baby and the woman are safe um, and healthy. So, but that's just, again, that's just one form of an instance of where black women are not really taken care of in healthcare, which is very unfortunate. And the more research that we do and the more information that we know um, can definitely help us in the future. And also just look into um, home birth and midwives and just other resources. You don't always have to rely on medicine from the hospital or always rely on the hospital. Um, As I've gotten older, I've definitely still have research to do for myself obviously but just knowing how to not always you don't always have to go by what a doctor is saying and I'm saying that obviously lightly like obviously you're still gonna follow what they say because I'm not saying that I know everything but I'm just saying make sure you research things that suit how you want to take care of yourself Um, whether it be you want to maybe try some different type of holistic healing or something like that Um, I guess just be open to how you can take care of yourself because for example if you are diagnosed with fibroids as a woman you might be told okay you need to get on birth control to control the size of the fibroids and your bleeding in your period but you know as time goes on the that medication is going to affect your body in different ways too. You're going to have various side effects. Some can be good and some can be not so good and they can cause more issues like blood clots. Um, and that also puts you at risk for death too. So you just, you know, and an alternative to that could be just your diet, changing your diet, making sure you work out and monitor the size of the fibroid. So that's what I mean. It's just like, I'm not saying that you can't trust the doctor, but try to always have an alternative because you never know that what, what, what works for one person might not work for you, or it might have a very a different side effect. So just being open to trying different things to make sure that it works for you. I guess that's my point. So make sure what you're doing works for you, not just because some doctor told you to. Um, they're human just like us. They don't know everything. Um, so so some, st- some stereotypes about um, black women that lead to critical outcomes are um, sometimes black women are blamed, blames, they, a lot of doctors might blame black women's health issues on their weight um, because a lot of the times, I know in my experience, like when they say you're, you know, five two and you're supposed to be this weight, um, and it usually doesn't match with what I am, not because I'm overweight or underweight, but it's just because we as black women, we have different shapes. You know, we have hips, we have butt, we have uh, maybe thicker thighs, and you know, we have more muscle. Um, so our weight and our proportion of how um, the weight is distributed on our body is not exactly the quote-unquote standard from society. Um, even though a lot of times now everybody wants to be, you know, now everybody wants to have a butt and hips, but my point is that like in the medical field that those you know stats don't always match with what we look like so just still making sure that you are in a healthy range for your body type 
um, is important um, and making sure you know what weight is right for your height but also your body type um, that's very important and also um, another stereotype that can lead to critical outcomes is again similar to what I was mentioning about the childbirth is pain management especially um, in childbirth, childbirth for women like example was Serena Williams um, her experience of feeling like you know the doctors weren't paying attention to what she was saying about her pain and how she almost died from that um, like I said there have been women who have died black women who have died from that because the doctors weren't paying attention or they were just blatantly ignoring them so just making sure you know you go into that type of situation knowing what your rights are and making sure you have an advocate of some sort whether it be your family friends or whoever another medical professional you can have a midwife or someone there someone to just look out for you because you're in a you're like i said you're in a vulnerable state you're in a state where you're you can be in and out mentally you know um there are so many things going on mentally physically with you that just knowing what's going on is very important having someone by your side who's consistently asking the doctor i don't care if the doctor feels like they're being annoyed that's what they're getting paid to do if i ask you what's going on you better tell me what's going on i don't care if i just asked you five minutes ago tell me again that's the type of attitude that you should have whether it's be whether it be in childbirth or just going to a, a regular checkup that's what they're getting paid for. If you ask them a question, they need to produce an answer and a, an effective one. And if you don't know, then give me someone who does. That's the type of <laughs> attitude that you should have when it comes to your healthcare because you're responsible for you, you know, at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, definitely trying to have, and it doesn't have to be aggressive, but it's just like, no, you're right. These are my rights, you know? Um, that's why you have health insurance, that's why you go to the doctor, that's why, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do, make sure they're doing what they're supposed to do on their end as, as well. So, um, some top health issues for black women today are CVD, which is cardio or cardiovascular disease, um, breast cancer, that's the highest form of cancer that affects black women, hypertension, and sickle cell anemia. So, these are just the four that were the top but um some honorable mentions are like i mentioned childbirth and fibroids those are also some things that definitely highly affect black women in healthcare today so i'm just going to give some information about each of these issues and what to look out for that um some ways to just take care of yourself if you experience these things or you already have these things or you it runs in your family um just different ways to, to look out so the first one um cvd or cardiovascular disease so 49 percent of black women over the age of 20 have some type of heart disease um that could be clogged clogged arteries in the heart arms or legs stroke high blood pressure or angina which is also a form of chest pain so one in every two black women in the U.S. has some form of heart disease. So that's a high, high number of black women that have um, some form of heart disease. So it's definitely very important. I know for myself, I've experienced angina before the chest pain. Um, and that was actually because of a medication that I was taking, um, which was um, birth control. And that was when I kind of really started to like 
research and say, you know what, I don't know if I even want to, like right now, I don't take medication at all. Like I don't take any form of medication unless I am, the only type of medication I will take is for a headache if I have a migraine. And I really, even with that, I will still try and push through and drink water or take a nap instead of of taking any type of medication. I just, for me, after um, taking um, birth control for so many years and how it affected my body, I I just, I'm really not with it. (laughs) Um, I just feel like there's so many different ways that you can, you know, before there was, before we had pills, um, there were other ways that our ancestors were able to heal ourselves. So just taking that extra time to, to research and see how you can fix something is better, I feel, than trying to just pop a pill because that's always temporary. And again, you, you have to think about the long-term effects. Um, so yeah. Um, so what are some influences um, that serve as a risk to have CBD um, and ways to lower your risk to have CBD. Uh, One of them them is genetics, so you really can't change that. Um, But yeah, genetics is one way that serve as a risk to have CBD. So I guess just knowing your family history is important because you can, if you know that you're at risk for CBD, then you can know ways that you can prevent yourself from getting it um some ways to lower your risk is to have a good diet obviously getting your fruits and vegetables in but you know having that balance like you know back in was it middle school when we learned about the food pyramid and just knowing what what portions you should be having in your diet uh you know having some greens on your plate and you know some starch or whatever you're supposed to have um (laughs) on your plate just making sure you eat healthy you know um every once in a while you have a snack or whatever but just making sure you're if you know you're at a risk just taking the precautions that are necessary to make sure that you are healthy um and when i say that also along with diet comes making sure you are exercising um it's important maybe you don't have to do it every day but if you're working out at least three times a week i believe that's the like recommended amount of time you should be working out and it should be at least like mm, i would say at least the least 45 minutes but it should be at least 45 minutes or more um 45 minutes to about an hour you should be working out really getting in some good cardio you know I know we don't want to, we as black women, sometimes we don't want to sweat our hair out, (laughs) but you know, there are different precautions you can take for that too, you know, to prevent that. But your, you know, your health is important and you know, you want to look good, you know, for the summer or just in general. So, um, but the main thing would be to just make sure that, you know, obviously you want to be healthy, um, prevent yourself from smoking or using other tobacco products, whether any form of tobacco you know um vaping things like that if you're going to do it try to do it in moderation but you really shouldn't because that has long-term effects on your lungs and your body and your health in general uh limit your amount of alcohol intake again i know it's something that you know a lot of people do 
but if you're gonna do it do it in moderation but try to not do that just because you know as you get older it's just gonna affect you even more it can have long-term effects um can create like various forms of disease but also just like wear and tear on your body and your face too you're gonna start looking old like like you drink um (laughs) so you just you know obviously everything is in moderation basically so the next um disease or issue black health issue for black women that is high is cancer in the, the form of breast cancer so it's the it's higher among black women who are younger than 60 years old and it's more likely to be found at an earlier stage among white women than it is around amongst black women so that could be various reasons whether it be you're just not take you're not checking your your breasts frequently as you should um or you know it's just something that you miss uh unfortunately or the doctors miss so just again making sure you're on top of your appointments and you know taking care of yourself noticing when things are not normal and highlighting that and, and and writing things taking notes for that and then going to the doctor and letting them know and again having that attitude of no i'm not leaving here until i get an answer of what's going on so black women are more likely than white women to get what's called a triple negative breast cancer which is a kind of breast cancer that is can be aggressive and it comes back after treatment so that's why i'm saying it's important to, to before you get to that point to make sure that you are checking your breasts and um, making sure you're getting all your appointments that you're supposed to be taking, um, just having all the precautions that you can. Uh, Public health agencies are working to make sure that all women are screened for breast cancer. Um, So women age 40 to 44, you can start annual breast cancer screening uh, with mammograms. A mammogram is an x-ray of your breast, if you didn't know. Um, So women from age 40 to 44, you can have um, these annual breast screenings anytime that you want. Um, Women age 45 to 54, you should be getting one every year. And women age 55 plus, it's every two years. Um, So like I mentioned before, um, you should be giving yourself a self-exam Um, you should be doing those once a month um, and you're supposed to do them several days after your your cycle Um, that's when your breasts are least likely to be swollen and tender so that's the right time when you're supposed to do it Uh, you can google how to do it um, but you know it says basically you need to place a pillow under your right shoulder and your right arm behind your head then using your left hand, you can move the pads of your fingers around your right breast, gently covering the entire breast area and armpit. You can use light, medium, and firm pressure, squeeze the nipple, check for discharge and lumps. Um, so do that obviously with each breast. Men can do this as well because men can get breast cancer too. So you're not excluded, just making sure, you know, you stay up on your exams. I know it's not something maybe that is, I know for myself, like it wasn't something that I was practicing, you know, through puberty, you know, you hear about it, but you're not really 
it's not something I feel is like pushed as much in health um, by health professionals on, on at least from in my experience. So just making sure you know, you know, especially as you get older, that you're doing that for yourself. So um, I mentioned CVD, which is cardiovascular disease, cancer, the breast cancer, and then another one is hypertension. So your risk for hypertension increases with age. Um, but also if you have diabetes, obesity, stress, you have a high sodium intake, tobacco use or excessive alcohol use that increases your risk for hypertension. So um, but also if you don't know what hypertension means or what it is, uh, I can give you an ex- a definition. It's having an abnormally high blood pressure or being in a state of great psychological stress. So yeah, I mean, basically being black in America, (laughs) like you're gonna be under stress, you know, from various situations that we um, face. So making sure you know what your risks are, and obviously you can't prevent everything, but making sure you take care of yourself is very, very important. So a healthy blood pressure is 120 over 80. and it's con- your your blood pressure would be considered elevated if it's between 120 and 139 over 80 to 89. Um, so, in chronic blood pressure, which is considered hypertension, occurs when the systolic, which is the top number, is more than 140, or the diastolic, which is the bottom number, is more than 190. So, again, systolic over diastolic that's how you read your blood pressure and your you should be your healthy one a healthy blood pressure is 120 over 80 so if it's more than 120 on the top um like in the 140 range or close to that then you're in danger and if you you're the bottom number, which should be 80, but if it's between like, if it's higher than that, like you're getting close to 90, again, you, you're on alert, red alert, red alert. So you should just, you know, rewind, recoup, figure out what, what you're doing here um, and figure out how to lower your risk and lower your blood pressure. So how do you lower your risk and your blood pressure? So you can avoid the use of medications unless necessary, like I was saying before. Um, Yeah, I even noticed that too. Like using, not to go back to my life, but using um, birth control will start messing with my my blood pressure too. Like I was having a high blood pressure and I'm like, well, I'm not even, well, I'm not overweight. So like it wasn't normal for my weight size. Again, but it was just like, oh, you know, it, nobody was saying anything. It was just brushed off, you know? So you should pay attention to that too. Know what your normal blood pressure is so that when you are getting your blood pressure read or, you know, when you're checking it and if it's an abnormal number, you can highlight that. Like, no, that's not that's not my normal rate, um, especially if you're going to a new doctor. So another way to lower your risk of hypertension is, like I said, your diet. Just make sure you're practicing healthy eating and shopping. I know that, you know, in a lot of areas where it might be predominantly um, black, 
or Hispanic um, that there aren't that many resources for healthy food shopping stores. Um, and if they are, they usually the pricing is not in proportion with how it may be in the suburbs. So just trying to trying your best to do healthy shopping and eating. I know it's hard. Um, a lot of us grew up on diets that weren't always healthy, but trying to be in that mindset. I think that a lot of a lot of people in our generation, like we are very much health conscious. We are all about working out and having our smoothies and shakes and stuff. And even um, older generations too, I've noticed. I know my parents, like they are big on um, making smoothies like green smoothies and they eat their fruits and vegetables and just staying active whether it be going on walks you know walking the dog or just going around the neighborhood um so you know just being more conscious of that is definitely helpful um looks like i've had staying active working out at least three times a week if you can whether it be even a simple walk you can do you know i know we're not right now we're like quote unquote on the lockdown you can do a home workout you know you don't have to be outside to do a workout at the gym you can do something at home even if it's something simple something simple um you can google it you know you can find it even like mom actually told me about it today you can go on cable and they have like various workouts on there you can do so there's definitely resources uh, you can even do i know i did a, a, a workout today from pinterest they have various uh workouts on there depending on what what area of your body you're trying to work out so use your resources let's try to get try to get that workout in definitely um another way to lower your risk you can try the dash diet d-a-s-h um, it stands for dietary approaches to stop hypertension. So that diet consists of eating less fat and eating less saturated fat. So you eat more fresh fruits. Um, so again, just trying to make sure you're eating healthy, more healthier foods um, and eating less fat. You also, again, lower your, limit your alcohol and smoking intake and limit your salt intake too. I know that's a big one um, with black people because we we love our seasoning, we love our salt. Like, granted, I'm not saying you can't use it, but you just have to be use it in moderation because you know that has long-term effects. Um, you definitely got to take care of yourself first. So um, the last uh, form of Sorry, the last. What's wrong, my brain? My the last um, top health issue um, that a lot of Black women face uh, is sickle cell anemia, and hopefully some people, a lot of people have heard of that. But it affects approximately one in three Black people. Oh, excuse me, one in thirteen Black people, um, and it's a. Sickle cell anemia is a group of disorders that cause red blood cells to become mishappen and break down. And it leaves a shortage of healthy red blood cells that, and, and, and it can block blood flow, causing pain, infections, fatigue. I, I don't know why I'm like, <laughs> I can't talk right now. Um, sound like the, um, the uh, thing from don't, don't mind. Don't don't worry about what I'm saying. Um, 
sickle cell anemia, like I said, you know, uh, it affects approximately one in 13 black people. Um, and it, like I said, it consists of, it's an issue with your red blood cells and your ability to fight um, infections um, in your immune system. Um, someone who had that that I know, I don't know them personally, but I know of is uh, TL, uh, the woman from TLC, uh, T-Boz. She had sickle cell anemia. She has it. And so I know it affected her, especially growing up and, you know, um, being in her profession and constantly being on the road and constantly overworking her body. So she had to start, you know, being more careful, but it can affect, like I said, it can affect anyone and we're all black, black people are high risk for it. So just making sure, you know, um, if you carry the sickle cell trait and that is something that you can find out, especially when you're like at the couples who are like about to start families, like you should make sure you get tested, like having genetic testing so you can know, you know, what you and your partner carry and what the risks are for your future baby to have um, and making sure you kind of know just what's going on with that too. And just made me think about that from sickle cell anemia. So um, yeah, just making sure with that, you just kind of, obviously there's nothing much you can really do I think with that besides just again kind of like for the other things is just making sure you have a good diet make sure you take care of yourself and you know you only get one body so just make sure you take care of yourself that's really the biggest thing that I want to stress with this episode is that we as black women are looking out for each other look out for yourself make sure you know what's going on with your body it's your responsibility it's your temple you need to take care of it to the best that you can um you know healthy eating healthy diet healthy workouts healthy mindset your mind will affect your body which affects your spirit everything all that goes together like no negativity if you can, you know, uh, don't sweat the small stuff. I know we get mad, you know, we experience so many things and it's so easy to get upset and want to cuss somebody out and, you know, we don't tolerate the disrespect and I'm not saying let somebody disrespect you, but there's ways that we can go about it, you know, like just try to practice more about brushing it off and just ignoring people and, you know, let let karma do its job on certain people if they want to play if they want to get crazy you know like you just got to take out take care of yourself and set the set the example for the next one um so like i said some honorable mentions that i'm not going to go into the you know read out facts but childbirth you know like i said making sure you do your research and make sure you explore the various options make sure you are getting the best care and that you're that people the doctors nurses whoever is paying attention when certain things don't when you're saying i don't this this doesn't feel right they need to figure out why it doesn't feel right don't let it just be brushed off and ignored and for fibroids that's something that can be kind of genetic as well when you if you are diagnosed with it just make sure you're asking the doctor all your options about how to to take care of them don't just let them oh well just get on birth control because that's not always the best solution and eventually that can be changed too so just making sure i guess my talk my takeaway point is that make sure you 
you know what's going on with you. Do your breast exams. Do make sure you're going to your doctor's visits. Make sure you are on the medication that you need to, but make sure you're watching the progress of it. Don't just stay on a medication because they said so. You know, make sure you know what's in your medication. Make sure you know what you're putting into your body. Like I said, your body is your temple. Take care of that um, so that, you know, you can be healthy and flourish and keep keep doing you, you know? Um, so I want to thank you. Uh, like I said, I usually end with a quote that has to do with the topic. Tonight's topic was part one of the segment on Black women's health titled Eulocasis. Um, so that's part one. And to end out with the quote, it's from Malcolm X. And it is, the quote is, the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. Malcolm X said this 19, around, around like 1962. Um, and it's, it's, that's facts, you know? And it still, unfortunately, stands today. You know, you see a lot of instances where black women are just not respected, protected, and love properly as we should, whether it be by society of various races or even our own, our black men. Like we we are looking for y'all to just step up and protect us, you know, at all costs. And black women too, like look out for your look out for your sis. Um you don't have to be blood related to be sis. Just look out. Like I'm all about that. If you black you, you should look out for your own people. Not trying to be like saying you can only look out for black people. Don't try to come for me on that. I'm just saying like you should be looking out for your own people too because everybody, all those other races, they do it. So we should be practicing that too. But at the same time, look out for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I said, you're responsible for you. You only get one body came into this world by yourself you're gonna go out nine times out of ten by yourself so just make sure you're living your best life taking care of you um love you but when you love yourself you take care of yourself remember that when you love yourself you take care of yourself you don't let somebody disrespect you you don't let someone uh, put you in situations where you're not protected you don't let someone neglect you or interact with or deal with people who neglect you um in various ways so the main point would be just love yourself, love you. Um, and if you love you, that's all you need. The, all the all the other stuff is just additional. You know, all you need is you to love you. So just look in your mirror if you can, and you know, give yourself some positive affirmations. You look good, girl. Okay, you know, um, get your hair done, get your nails done. I know right now that's not you know possible to do, which is kind of is. Uh, no good, but you know we're gonna we're gonna get there. We we're about to get into the summertime. Please stay in the house so that we can get to summertime because I'm trying to go out and enjoy my life. Um, <laughs> so just take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. Don't let anybody cough on you. Just stay protected and um, enjoy your life. Enjoy your nights. Um, thank you for listening to Black Hippie Lounge. I am your host. Chanel. You can follow this uh, the podcast on Instagram or on 
Twitter, it's at Black Hippie Lounge or at B-L-A-C-K-H-I-P-P-I-E-L-O-U-N-G. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you.